Um, yeah. I made it. I asked a question before. What and this is this is a question for everyone that's listening right now as well. You know, we want. I want to hear. We want to hear your feedback. This is a question for everyone. What is the worst advice that you've ever received? Because, mm. you know, I receive some things now. Me being a financially responsible, um, pretty high credit score individual, I am college graduate that's working hard. You know, it was one. You know, it was one of those things that I was taught not just several times. You don't pay a bill until you get the disconnect notice. Oh no! But can you, and you know, and once again, you know how many kids are taught that? Too many. Okay, let's jump to this message right here. Let's see. I agree with that. I feel like we're a byproduct by our, our community, and like. As much as our parents try to mold us into, you know, capable adults or, you know, young adults, the community and the people that we keep around us affects who we become too. And so a lot of our raising, being raised is happens in like school and like your, your friends and stuff like that. It's the company you keep. Mm-hmm. Your nice. play friends, your playgrounds, and your play things. R.I.P. Mama dear. Mm. Facts. That's it. And um, so what's the worst advice I've ever had? I hate when people say kill people with kindness even if they fucked you over. Mm. I'm not giving you nothing if you ever do me dirty. You got one time to show me your butt and I'm going to dismiss you. I'm going to delete your existence in my mind mentally, emotionally. I'm going to see you and say nothing, see you feel nothing. If you are on fire, I want to spit on you. And that's just how I am. Okay. I heard that. I hear that. Okay. Oh, hi. Okay, don't. Okay, let me write this down. Don't cross shame. <laughs> I, I, I just realized. Um, I just realized what forgiving does for people. But at the same time, that's my nephew's son. At the same time, um, I just I think forgiving people who repeatedly don't get better or change their behavior is now enabling. It's not being forgiving. It's not being um, patient. It's not being willing to. It's you're enabling them to continue their foolery which they're going to continue on other people. So until you show them lessons in their behavior that will never change. Mm. Okay. Let's see it. Okay. Let's see what these messages So once again, what's the worst advice that y'all ever received before? I can't really think of um I can't really think of any um bad advice that I've gotten. Um but I will say that something that I've experienced is lack of molding. Um where I yeah. feel like maybe my parents were very focused on themselves and it was almost like parenting did not happen. Um, 
and there were never real conversations that would have helped me moving forward. But luckily, I had people in my life who were attentive enough to realize that, you know, there's something wrong there. So let me guide her. And so I feel like, you know, I've been able to manage well, but I can't say that it was because of my parents. It's because I was able to learn through fortunate and unfortunate events that have molded me, if that makes sense. I agree. I am the same way. My mom never believed in discipline. She had five of us um, living in a house where her was like living in like a jungle of if you want to eat and you want people to respect you, you fight them until somebody's bleeding. And she would be sitting there crocheting or sewing and not. <laughs> and um, my father was very like, you know where I'm at, come see me. You know my number, you call me. I'm not supposed to do that. And so with both of them, how they parented or did not parent, they kind of like benefited off of me not being the trouble kid. Or they benefited off of me being goal-oriented. Or they benefited off of me not being the kid that wanted to be in the streets and get in trouble and just get into things. They were like, okay, we have a kid we don't got to worry about. She don't need much. You got to make sure she got basic, but she's very independent. At the same time, okay, I'm glad that was my personality. But some children become better adults by better guidance as parenting. And if you have a good child and you don't nurture those details that is within your child that wants to be, I remember craving being disciplined and I couldn't get it. I remember somebody to come check me, doing things spitefully so you can see me, so you can come check me. And we see it today of women, teenagers that turn into women who are just out here acting ridiculous. Hey, hey, I was going to ask you that. Do you do that in your relationships, though? No. Okay, good. When I was in my 20s, you know, if we argue in the car, I will get out and I will slam the door for a reaction. And then I had to (laughs) Let me tell you. Oh no, the reaction man, you would have had with me. Go ahead, go ahead. I said, This man gonna put this thing in park and he gonna run up and he gonna tell me, Don't slam my door. He's gonna tell me, You know, you were being disrespectful. Let me talk to you in this way. Or, you know, I had to learn in a relationship that I had in college. So you that- did used to do it though. That's why I asked. You did no, do it. No, I was, saying, I was like, saying, I don't do it now. Okay, okay, when- yeah. No, I'm talking about, Did you do Ooh, shucks. Oh, that... yeah. Like when I was younger, yeah, I did it for reactions because can't nobody check me. I ain't never been checked. You're not about to do anything. Even growing up in a house of older brothers, the way that we checked each other was we fought, we broke things, we see, threw knives. See, see, it uh, got you know, ridiculous. I, but... I, okay. Okay. I love, see, I love this. I love this. This, this is elevating. Because this is going into more relationships because it's not only worse advice because that's that's a culture. Same thing. Yeah. I'm learning trying not to curse with at my wife so much because I grew up in a household that people love each other, but they cursed a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And she didn't know how to handle it all the time because, you know, why are you cursing at me? I'm like, I'm like, you curse me? I'm not cursing. Right? I'm just cursing. That's my thing. 
But yeah. uh, you have to understand when you get in a relationship with somebody else too. And I've I've talked before. I've talked to girls um, that used to do this shit she used to do, and I knew it. I knew something must have happened. They trying to get a reaction out of me. I'm a little yeah. bit wiser than some guys. Like if you slam my door, I'm driving <laughs> off on you. I'm going to have you think, and I want, and I'm no, I'm t- cold or not cold blooded as it is. <laughs> me, you you go learn how to act better with me. Right. I ain't gonna come out. I'm not going to incriminate myself over you. I'm not. <laughs> I had a I had a boyfriend um uh, when I was 18. He was 26. Oh and, um he was gonna go pick up something illegal and I wanted to just ride with him. And I, something he said to me, um, and I caught an attitude and I put my feet up on his dashboard in the car. And he was like, put your feet down. And I kept like kicking the dashboard. He's like, okay, I'm gonna take you home. And he took me home, got to the cul-de-sac. I got out. And he was like, now, you could stand there. You could think about it. And then if I feel like it, I might come pick you up and we can go. But if I don't feel like it and you're going to have an attitude, then just go in the house. And it was childish things like that that you have to be like, okay, yeah, I deserve this because I'm not about to be driving around nobody but no attitude thinking about to disrespect my things and my vehicle and just ride. And he came back and my attitude was checked. And if I feel like if I got checked as a teenager or as a little girl to respect other people's things just because I'm not getting my way, he wouldn't have to do that. So there's there's just certain things that I grew out of and I I I I dealt with different personalities and relationships to have a disagreement with somebody I'm in a relationship with and know that I don't have to raise my voice to get my point across. Mm-hmm. And and have a man say to me in a respectful manner, I'm not I don't have to cuss you out. I don't even have to use cuss words. But I'm what I'm about to tell you before we even discuss right. the, I talk about you, you not <laughs> not gonna talk over me and you're not gonna raise your voice and if you i'm gonna show you better than i can tell you that's all i would say i'm gonna show my actions speak louder than my words that's all he had to say is we're not about to raise no voices in here and he had to leave you he had to leave he had he had to you wouldn't you just said you wouldn't (laughs) learn trust me and that's how i feel with something just like I'm thankful we i've grown with my significant other but i know some other women that i'm like Ooh, they didn't had daddy issues. Like, hold on, let me. I'm gonna get into this one. Another story. Hold on, let's play this. Let's play these. Hey, y'all, we we here. So, I mean, I don't have kids, but I would say, you know, when you guys are saying like, um, your parents are not your role models, I would I would say that there are aspects aspects of um my my parents that I find inspiring, but. You know, maybe like in their careers or whatever. But other than that, you know, I can't really say that I feel that way. Or there are a lot of things that I feel I would do completely different as a parent, um, especially when it comes down to truly communicating and having that closeness with my kids, um, where it's a genuine trust and a genuine reliance where I can actually, where they can actually come to me and actually, and it's real, you know, and it's a genuine thing that happens. Um, Especially also having real conversations with them as well. Right. 
I let my kids talk to me about everything. Like, um, I've had Anya ask me, like, why don't you live with a man? Why don't you, you know, are his dad or my dad? And I'm just like, you know, sometimes people are better separate. You know, I, I have to feel like I could be a better parent to you not living in the same house as your father because he's not mature. And that, I feel, is a mature way to explain to a child that you don't have to be in a relationship with the person that you have a child with if it doesn't work. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, I don't, I'm not a believer in staying for children and being showing examples of a horrible relationship for the sake of a child seeing their mom and dad in the same household because I've seen it and that made me not want marriage. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think for me, the worst advice was don't let people see your weakness. Don't let people see you cry. Mm -hmm. Cause at the end of the day, like I was young and I did that. I didn't let people see me cry. So I cried when I was behind doors and I, that carried on to my, my adult life. And that, that fucked me up. Like, I mean, I'm not there anymore. I I moved past it. I've learned to work through my shit. But like, there was a good a bit of my life where I was just stuck in myself. And man. Mm. Well, for me, um, I was the only child. Well, pretty much for a long time until my mom had got remarried. Mm. And... I'm almost 30 and I have a 16 year old sister. But wow. nevertheless, um, she's the only child. Too. My situation basically is mm-hmm. my mother is a narcissist. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a very interesting and still is a very interesting dynamic. Um, so I chose to live with my dad when I was like in eighth grade. So really, I was raised after that, I was really raised by him. And even when I was, when she had full custody I still kind of felt like my dad had more of a role but that's a lot of responsibility to put on a man you know what I'm saying like especially when you are a teenage girl growing up so yeah like I'm not so angry with him because I feel like he was not ready but at the same time there are still things he could do girls and teenage girls are not easy they're not easy and I always wondered like who would I be personality-wise if I was raised by my dad in Philadelphia? I'd probably be a stripper. Whoa. Hey, well, you know, you got your own fans going, so. Yo, what's up? <laughs> you know what it is. Um, what's up, kid? Yeah. Okay, about, uh, about what you were saying. She gets it. Um, I believe what you're saying, but it does kind of fall back to, like, for me, it falls back to like, are you just uh, naturally that kind of person? You know what I mean? Because I think you can be naturally shy and submissive and you can be naturally just off the chains and like, man, I don't give a fuck what you say or what you do. I'm going to just do what I want to do. Yeah, you'll mature after that. But there is a dynamic where I think some people are just who they are. So like you, you just off the ch- you just off the chains. You just you know what I'm saying you outspoken. Like you just you know what I'm saying you just got a little wildness in you. Yeah, you could have been checked, but some people get checked a whole lot in their youth, and they just don't. They just it's just not in their nature to to flip. 
I like what you're saying. Um, I'll tell you, I got some comments and some conversations in a second. But mm-hmm. back in the day, I used to, used to really think, man, should I become a pimp? But we'll listen to this message right here. Okay, let's see, let's see. And to hit this note, like my parenting challenge, to be real with y'all, is being strict enough and, you know, being hard on them, but not breaking them. Because it's like, it seems like kids are so vulnerable and fragile these days. Like, I don't ever want to be in a position or the situation where they're too fragile and they, you know, they they do some, you know, like the whole... uh, the whole preteen and teen suicide rate are like like skyrocketed since the last five uh, five eight years. So uh, it, it is a balance for me. Is you know just you know put my foot in the ass, but then not going all the way because these kids are fragile these days, especially with the internet and their non exposure to stuff. And it's just not they ain't have it like we did when we was you know coming up. Yeah. They ain't get the you know we ain't have a bullying campaign. Yes, we did. Listen. When we was coming up, we just got bullied. No, right. you had to fight. You, you, it was, we had bullying campaigns and videos and stuff like that. And my, you just had to whoop his ass, his or her ass. That was the thing. But you know, it, and now we have a president that was a bully, and that was a whole ordeal. Thankfully, he's out now. He's getting out. But with Kevin trying to say, you don't put the whole foot in the ass. You put like half. Okay. I um, with, with with these girls because I wasn't raised. I wasn't raised to be as to be soft. soft. I knew you were about to say to be soft. They, they are soft. I could talk to them a certain way, and it's like tears. Like I just stomped and, on them, and I'm and just that's soft. why I don't want a daughter. I want a girl, but I'm soft. Like if I know I'm gonna be soft on the girl because she start crying, I'm gonna start crying with her. I already know that. Listen, even like every time a birthday comes up, especially from a six year old, it turns into an apology. Her birthday card turns into an apology, like, you know wow. what, I'm, I'm enjoying, like, even her birthday card, I have it right here. Her birthday is on Thursday. And, you know, I uh, got her a birthday card. Her sister got her birthday card. And it slightly turns into an apology, like, I'm enjoying you growing up. Um, you know, I uh, it's exciting to see you figure out new things. But at the same time, I want to apologize if I don't come off the way that you expect me to be. If I'm not soft enough or if I'm not this personality wise, I don't know how to be otherwise, but I'm just trying to figure out a way to give you a balanced version of the parent you need, because it's kind of like, I don't feel like I can lean on her dad to pick up half of this parenting thing because he's, he's immature. So I feel like I have to do both. I have to discipline her and I have to be fun with her, but I have to find like a medium. And some days I feel like because it's not balanced time between her her dad and me, I'm the bad guy. And her dad is like, the, the come with me, but your dad is not doing all this other stuff. And it's like but, kids this age don't see it, but I know that she'll see it when she's but, older. Yeah, because that, that's you sound like that's the routine that I dealt with growing up. Because I'm t- I love my dad, I was his biggest fan. He, oh, I'm telling you, I tell this story all the time. Um, this experience because my homeboy he grew up with both his parents and he never understood that waiting on the curb for your dad to come pick you up or waiting in front of the house, you know, 
and your mother is waiting near the door. Like, and the whole time she probably thinking, he ain't coming. You know? Yeah. Man, but that, that you see it in TV shows, you see it and stuff like that. That feeling is beyond the... And I hate... That's why I say I hate being stood up. One, The worst thing to get on my bad side is to stand me up. Because... Yeah. I was used to be the last kid pick, get picked up at school, and I used to be waiting on my dad at the end of the walkway, at the end outside the door, looking out the window. He's coming, he's coming. Just wait, he's gonna come and never show up. Then you get a call later on. Oh, I mean, you know, and you know, you, you and you know who got to fix that? Mama got to fix that. Right. Mama got to take care of that. Mama has to-, to do all the damage control and all that. And you just come in, you give them these false hope and false dreams and shit. And now, you know, we're back on it. And you and mother probably already know it's going to happen again. And right. I, I didn't understand that until I was in high school when my mother passed. When my mm. mother passed, my dad didn't call me. He didn't mm. he, no, he didn't do nothing. Then just out the blue, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to come. You're going to come live with me. And I said verbatim, oh, no. I'm going to beat your ass. You come down here. Because <laughs> you did you did this to me once in my life. You did this to me yeah. once in my life. And now you just go, you don't you don't get to do that. You know, you don't get to do that any longer. Yeah. So cause the, and that's when I realized my mother was not like, like she was trying to protect me. And then once again, I hate that it had to come come to her passing, but I mm-hmm. saw so much and I, I had a conversation with my dad about this a few years ago. Like, bruh. Why would he was like, well, your aunt try to keep you away from me, this and this and that. I'm like, that's a lie, man. I had my own cell phone. Mm-hmm. You could have called me directly. Mm-hmm. Your mama, my grandmother had my number directly. I didn't check on me. Mm-hmm. And you have those type of things and it goes towards, and that's why I tell my homeboy now, my, my guy son, he's going through that phase of, he got the opposite. He's being raised by his dad while his mom's not there, you know? And that's a big twist. It's a that's a big twist. Like, not that your mama's dead. Your mama just ain't she's raising her other kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um like, I, had to, I had to tell um I had to tell his dad to stop promising things when she was three. Same, same, I'm feeling same thing was being said and a lot of immature men and even women, because I can see like I, this, it happens way more with men, but it happened with men, women too. But it, it's hard for kids, man. It's, yeah, it's so hard for us. Yesterday was his birthday, in Thursday's birthday, and he called. No, he texted me yesterday afternoon, and he was like, "My kid didn't call me all day." I'm just so I, I was like. You don't I know you done dropped a few cuss words in here already. I said, um, I said, I said, you don't even talk to her every day, and you uh-huh. expect a six-year-old to remember your birthday. So, um, I, I I called Anya. I said, Anya, call your dad. It's his birthday, and she called him. She couldn't even look him in the face, and she was like, "Hey," and he was like, "Hey." And oh, real was, quickly, I want to make sure it's a timestamp on this one, so you know how to um bleep this one out. So three twenty two fifty six. Man, fuck that nigga. What? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, what? So, so, but that's how immature he is. So they was on the phone, and she was like, um, she had asked him for something, and he was like, um, I gotta see. 
But then she hung up and she didn't tell him happy birthday. And I said, I ain't gonna tell you this is birthday. She was like, oh, okay. And that's what you deserve because if you were involved with her, she would feel a need to remember but those. Did, but I'm telling you, he's gonna blame you for that too. I'll just let you know how things go wrong. That's- but I, I don't I don't block you from having this this <sighs> what you said. If he's as immature as you saying it is, he's gonna blame you. My I got my that's how my little brother is. My little brother, his baby mamas hate him to the point <laughs> that just feel I I've never seen my nieces physically in my life. I didn't even know I had nieces until two years ago. And it, they, you know, they're young still, but yeah. he but my brother is pissed people off. But it got to the point like since he's locked up right now, I'm trying to make a relationship with him. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to build something. I want to be like, hey, you, we, you, my blood. One of them looked exactly like my mama. It's so scary, you know. Oh. And the thing is, he like then put these girls, the the mother's life through hell and all this stress, and he locked up. He's like, hey man, can you ask my baby mama to write me? Uh, no, oh. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> hell no. Because why well, I'm gonna mess up my chances of getting to know my nieces because you I'm not gonna do I'm breaking that cycle. I'm not gonna do that. I'm breaking that cycle. You can see me. I I'm I'll be the man for both of us. I ain't their daddy, I'm their uncle, you know. Christmas coming up. Their birthdays are coming up. Damn. Yeah. I know, I'm like <laughs> like I'm trying to think what they want for Christmas, you know, what they want for Thanksgiving. You know, but I'm also what the grades looking like. Time to send you some books. Yeah. I'm gonna start checking on reading. I, I am that uncle. I am that uncle that we go, we go, we will be better. We're gonna break these curses. We're gonna break these. We're gonna talk about how do we manage budgets. We're gonna talk about dating. We're gonna talk about how do you find love. We're not gonna because the parents look jetto. The mom's mm-hmm. little rashit, but hey, rashit. <laughs> okay, they daddy a little rashit, but yeah. you you can see you. Because that's what it took for me. I was around it. That was my environment. But it was something. It was some type of guiding light that shined on me that, like, man, I can do better. So what kind of fool would I be if I don't do the same thing for other children, other people, and especially people that share my my lineage and my blood? You know what I mean? All right. Let's jump on these messages. I still got to tell y'all Kevin what I'm about Morris, becoming a pimp. Yes, you just, I just heard your message. Your voice is just delicate, deep. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. I, I'm getting What the wrong. hell we doing over here? <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> I just had to say that. Connection. Sir, follow me. I just okay. want to hear your voice. It's beautiful. Watch him be yeah, my dynamic, because I got four kids, two boys, two girls, so <laughs> it's just naturally, um, shout out to my wife, E. Ruth, um, what I tell you? but what we, I, I guess the way it just, it broke down is that, you know, with the girls, she, she's the one that, that like, you know, I'm, I'm a big softie on them, I, I put my foot down when I need to, I'll speak up and all that stuff, but the girls know, like, if it comes to, if they get out of line, you know, he roof gonna whoop their ass straight up, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's that kind of dynamic, and I'm not gonna touch them. So you know, but I'll you know, but I'm the backup. I'm the the I don't want to say the good cop, but the you know, it's it, it is a balance with with the parents, and and parents need to know their dynamic and how they can help and 
you know, uh, you know, just uh, it's all about the children. So help out the children more and and, and try to. F- Listen, this man said he to e root. Listen, sir, you have nothing to worry about. Them kids gonna be great. They got a, a mother that's smart and intelligent. Got a, a daddy that's smart and intelligent. I ain't worried about these kids. She gets it. What's I love. That? I love your um. Oh my gosh, bantu nuts, <laughs> girl. Yes. I'm not. I'm not into ladies. I'm just saying. But hey, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I love it. It's cute. It's really cute. I'm about anyway, I'm sorry. Y'all keep carrying on. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, we gotta keep the peace. E Ruth is here. Yes. She gets it. That was all about that whole your whole baby father situation. That was all about you. That was all about you. Oh. Wishing him a happy birthday. Wanted, you he, he collectively, just, oh. you and your daughter wishing him a happy birthday. Ain't no damn six year old remember anybody's birthday. They they can barely remember what day it is. You ask them the date, you know what I'm saying? They they don't even know. So please, like that's yeah, that's that's just some uh, uh tension seeking shit right there. Mm-hmm. He's right. He's absolutely correct. I feel like a, a kid should be able to come of age and choose his own name. Mm. Man, as long as you're under the house of Drake, you will be a Drake. <laughs> like, and you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you did. people move on and they get married and their parents come around and they'd be like, um, you know I'm married to your son, right? <laughs> My baby name is such and such. And they don't even recognize the new name. Some people mm. are just going to call you whatever they want to hey, call you. That's a gender role that I have and I speak to. It's like, man, I hold power within my name. was be yeah. given what I would share to my children, the uniqueness. You want to change your part, but like, like when I, and when I have, that's the, when like my daughter goes off with another guy and you find another guy if i have a daughter like man yeah you you trust him to change your name i need i want to trust him as much as i do i was when i was born my mom gave me her last name and then when i was 11 uh my dad said do you want to change your last name to mine and i said no all my certificates my rewards my my books that's and ego. That's I ego said, right I there. Oh, this man took me out his will. Hey, once again, I'm just letting you know. I, 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 <laughs> hey, would I do the same thing? Maybe if my son, like my son, wanna, I don't want to go by Drake anymore. Okay, cool. Let yeah, me. Man. It's not even about being pity. It's just about being real. You know how many other people want to have my name? Not just because it's popular, but you know. Let me stop. Let's see these messages. Let's see these messages. They grow. Yeah, so so to continue on that, yeah, just to, um, so yeah, so seven one three Drake, you you doing your thing, man? As much time as you can spend with with uh with the kids that need it, that need that that male role model, you know what I'm saying? Do your thing, and it will it will reap its benefits in the future. You might not see it right now, but it's every oh, little Lord, word you I'm say, not- every little knowledge you drop, every little gem you do, every little thing you buy for them, or you know, or, or that time you spend with them is very very uh. Very essential for their for their upcoming for for their upbringing, but that's why we're doing Kwanzaa this year too. Because last year it just clicked. Me and my wife both say, "Man, all these kids, a lot of these kids out here getting gifts, and they bad as shit." You know, yeah, I'm really. like, "They 
they don't deserve nothing. And I'm like, you know, why? what's the reason for the season? They don't celebrate Santa. They don't celebrate Jesus. Like, so why are we, why, why? It's just, you. what you celebrate is Disney. That's what you celebrate. Disney <laughs> is the reason for the season. See, I'm talking about, I looked on, um, on Facebook and Instagram and the house I was in, like when it was we're visiting, man, I saw so much Moana, Lion King, um, Mulan. What was the other thing popping last year? Uh, um, Frozen. Oh, dang. Look at these letters. Dang. I was looking around. I don't see Jesus nowhere around here. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, um, you know what's so crazy? When I was growing dad's house we had to pray before we ate for breakfast we had to pray if we had lunch and we had to pray for our food for dinner and then when my mom moved to maryland it was just her and us eat your food mm. it wasn't she was less less in touch with or god it was just like certain things that i wish she was like you have to do this um, it just wasn't really important. Now, as a mom, I battle with not being super religious because my mom went from going to a Pentecostal church to being a Jehovah Witness to now she's doing nothing. <laughs> and Catholic and two different churches. So now, like as a mom, I don't I don't identify with no religion. I'm just I'm just open to hearing teachings and and perspectives. And I my kids eat and they know nothing about praying before your food. And I'm just wow. like, do you want to hey. do you want to bring this about? And it's kind of like if you bring this about, you can't step it. You can't be like you're praying to this, and they just gonna it's gonna be questions. What's praying? Well, who are we praying? Kids are nosy. And it's like, it's just something I personally battle with. But what I will say is I do talk to them about the fact that you get to come in the kitchen and pick whatever food you want to eat. And you get to have these things. And there's kids that don't have these things. So it's not that they're blinded by not being compassionate to the fact that they have things that other people don't have. I just don't really involve the ways that I was brought up. Prayer. Well, that, once again, we were just talking about what are some things that you no longer do, um, traditions, and that may be one of them. But when I tell you, I pray over every, even when I eat snacks, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, oh, um, man, I, when we build our house, we get people to, you know, we get preachers to come pray over our house, you know, <laughs> we have a house party. Like, I remember, so, once again, my family is very unique. We have mm-hmm. preachers, drug dealers, pimps, um, police officers, pat, all the whole nine. Okay, and we have a mm-hmm. spectrum. All right, mm-hmm. and I remember people where we did this big shot, and somebody <laughs> I ain't gonna say who, but somebody took a prayer over the shots, and the <laughs> the the, the uh, my relative that's a preacher just was shaking it, <laughs> like, <laughs> but they took a shot too. But listen, we got seven messages. We see y'all. Well, let's see what y'all talking about. Oh, yeah, Appreciate yeah, all the yeah, class yeah, and love, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to keep it cup aesthetic all the way. I do know. But yeah, they had to get trolled. <laughs> yeah, Ruth is all cap. 
You were just all cap. All cap. What cap. do you mean by that? Yeah, my bad, you roost. I thought it was just from the other one. Uh, yeah, I just told him to put their fucking son to sleep. The little son was running around like, beep, 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 beep. Like, man, it is too late. Put him to sleep. Oh, no. The only reason why minds are asleep is because when I record, if they can't be quiet, you go night-night. Oh, Lord. None of my children have ever had bedtimes. And See, that's a, that's a conversation. I regret it to this day. I was about to say, that is a conversation. I regret it. I should have given them bedtime, but now it's like a battle of the bands up in here. I don't know, but them, that, them girls, son, I was like, man, if my daughters would happen to be awake right now, they would hop in the box from here and knock his little ass out. <laughs> Put his little ass to sleep. Hey. People get taken out of wheels every day. Man, oh, shit that shit ain't normal. I'm say much less. That's what I'm saying. Nigga, I am faded off gumbo. I've never had gumbo. Faded off gumbo. What? Oh my god, you missing out on life, baby. I never had gumbo. I've never had jambalaya. What else? I never had. You done made I've... me. What? Never... You missing out on coke? Salad. Yeah. Man, it, I promise you, you'll start acting different once you get you some. Oh my gosh, you got me want something now, and I'm up here in Seattle knowing I can't get none. Oh my god! Oh man, I never had oh it. So you never had. Cajun okay, food? so I'm very yeah. into my African spiritual um practices. So this Thanksgiving, what we need to focus on is our ancestry. So family. So mm-hmm. bring out those old photos. The mm-hmm. eldest person, you let them bring out the photo book and the memories and y'all share stories about as far back as you can, what your family's about and get all that ancestral energy flowing. And that's what the, that's the new Thanksgiving right there. It's Ancestry Day. Mm. So hey. all that old stuff, you can throw that out the window. We rebranded it as Ancestry Day and we just just really getting in touch with our family, our, our family roots, and our ancestry. Ancestry. Kevin, Kevin, you just got to follow me, boy. Thank you, brother. I love that. I love that. I love that. And, you know, everything culture, I'm going to make sure to put that on my Instagram. We go push that. I'm all for that, man. Hashtag oh. Ancestry. Every year we go do a um, a new genogram. You know, I teach my little cousins our family tree, and mm-hmm. they went to. Oh, we have family in Oklahoma that we on didn't come around. We just started coming around a few years ago, and my little he was like twelve. He was able. Like they called all the kids out. They had a big contest. Um, they got like you get prizes, you know, money, all this type of stuff. This is like this is my maternal grandmother's maternal side okay and my little cousin and like all my all my older cousins and called me like they were so they were so proud of him but they were thanking me because he could date back to because he's my second once again second cousin or twice removed once removed cousins whatever he could date back to his great great grandmother and stay all her siblings and things of that nature and they were like blown away Cause when mm-hmm. they used to, I used to have my little cousins visit me um, over the summer, over spring break. I keep them all week, 
and I used to give them homework. And part of the homework was because in the work being a caseworker, like you have to make someone else's family tree. Oh my God. When, you want me to tell you about some messy shit? Is when you, especially with white people, some of their family <laughs> trees. <laughs> like, 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 black people are like, man, this, wait a minute, this person in the family tree. He, he is three different places in the family tree. He on three different branches. What's going on here? You know, yeah. but it, that's how things go. But it's such a unique thing. And I think I'm going to try to push that by creating not only pictures, but creating family trees, too. Uh, once again, man, I appreciate that. Let's hit this play. Yo, back in the day, my family was wild, too, yo, uh, Drake. Like, like. Especially my cousins, that's you know, that was really hippieish before I was. They they pray over the blunt, you know what I'm saying? That's just what they Man, do. They they before they light the blunt, you, they pray over it, like you know, it's like a whole cer- ceremonious thing. So I feel you on that. <laughs> Man, I'm just once again, it is somebody outside of the family with people. Oh my god, people! This, this is my housewarming. I had coworkers there. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it. And I'm one of those guys, like, I have different sides of me. I have my very professional. I know judges. I'm close with attorneys. I'm close with, I was, I knew the DA. They know me by name and stuff like that in Houston. And I invited them, like, my wife, she, she's smarter. She's like, don't invite these people around our family. I'm like, man, they if they go accept me, they got to accept my family. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play. Mm, like the worst relationship advice I've ever got. Um, I think the worst relationship advice I ever got was to to like give it another chance and to um, to oversee what they did and stuff like that. <clears throat> so when that happened, like when when I fi- when I finally like got to that that sick point, like. It's to the point where now, like, I'm gonna be direct, bro. Hey, honest with y'all. Like, I'm like solely on just getting like vengeful and and uh, hateful towards that person. Like, <clears throat> oh no, not into the way to where like I had to do something. But the only one of the ways I know is just I know fucking her constantly and not putting titles on shit fucks with her. But um, I mean, I'm well past that. But I mean, that was the worst advice that I actually listened to. So he's a toxic king now, okay? I think a lot of young males are like that because nobody teaches them how to go about addressing a woman for being incorrect. So instead of them directly say, feel this, I don't like this that you did, they act out long, like stretched out long term by doing certain shit they didn't know was getting under your skin. I mean, I want to dang, um, dang, um, dang God, how old are you? You know, and it's it just, it like, because I used to be like that younger. If a girl mm-hmm. broke, I used to be like when I was younger, and I was like, man, that shit was crazy. Like, if you broke my heart, you something happened, I'm going to get my lick back. Oh, shit. Good evening, everyone. No, you have to put your kids on a bedtime schedule, because that bedtime schedule is mommy time. <laughs> Hold on, you must know Dominican Al. It's just for your sanity. And it also puts them on a good routine. True, but you must know her. 
No, I don't know her. This is the first time I've seen. Mm, she sound like you. She sound like you around this time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's about time we give the indigenous people their reparations. I mean, that's why the Redskins, they had to take their logo off. Land the lake is not allowed to use um, the Indian symbol anymore. I mean, Thanksgiving is just the way it came about. It's crazy. It's, the, it's this false cultures that's been created. Yeah. Everything, every religion that we have here in America is based upon being mass people being killed. And then we turn it into something fun. We get well, um, holiday, you know, once again, y'all make sure to go follow everything culture. Um, and make sure to follow She Gets This Pod. Click on our faces, click on our heads, go to our links, follow all that stuff, especially on YouTube. You'll learn something, you'll like it. It's but content. But, yeah, but when I tell you last year, I went and I needed, I, I wasn't, haven't been on it as I was as much last year, but I looked up the history of each holiday and it's like, man, like Valentine, like Valentine's Day was you know that was a massacre and yep. it was about a and it's really if any any month should be um lgbtq month is february because valentine's day really would represent them then yes. you look at christmas christmas we are we most of know it's a pagan holiday and right. it was like you know it was a bunch of men having sex with kids and you know big orgies that was a big piece of christmas um mm-hmm. And if we look at the 12 days of Christmas, I can I want everyone just quick, just a quick message. Tell us when does the 12 days of Christmas start? Tell okay. me that. Good question. And Halloween, Halloween really coincides with Easter. Easter is the birth. Easter is really a, um, a Greek goddess that live by the name of Easter. Um, and really resurrection. They tied in Jesus with Easter because, you know, it was hard for people to let go of pagan holidays. And but main Easter was the goddess of fertility. So that's why you have the Easter egg, but the you know, yeah, the Easter bunny, because you know, rabbits have a lot of sex. They're very fertile. All this stuff is like right there, and it's like, wow. And Halloween, Halloween is like when the season when things die off. So it can mm-hmm. become back again. Cause it's like it's like the cycle of life. So really I used to say New Year should really be Easter. And like, you know, at the end of the year is really well, it's weird. That's basically how the season should go. And that's why you have De La Mortis. Everybody thinks that's like devil worshiping, but it's really yeah. about celebrating your the people that's gone. It's like having like a memorial for I miss I miss my dead homies. They should be playing Master P um that day. That's how I feel. <laughs> I, you know, it's so crazy. All this information has always been available. It's just we just hey. live in a in a society, even with the access to the internet, right? Now. Man, like Ooh. I, I ahead, don't want to leave me alone. But and that's why I say when people come to our show, I okay. You know, I used to teach. Well, I I don't teach them so much because I'm the roller man during this whole quarantine. But I'm still in. You know, I'm in a people of culture role. I used to teach culture diversity classes. And when people used to come in, I'm very energetic, very going. And these, and I used to tell them, hey, remember, when you come in here, 
Leave your preconceived notions at the door. Leave your beliefs at the door. Not saying you just have to leave them at all. Just leave them at the door when you step into this training for tonight. You can pick them up when you leave. You can pick them up when you're done. But remember, when you have these people talking and communicating, think about, because when people work with kids, and especially work with different families, you're automatically going to think, oh, everything my family do is the right thing to do. Wrong. Once again, wrong. Especially, and I'm going to say, white people here in America, you think white is right. This is what you should do. No. Because some of them got fucked up. And and not not only say white people, rich white people, like Trump. Trump thinks his life should be the way everybody's life, and he really can't empathize with other people, and that's why his bitch ass didn't want cultural diversity training. All right, but the main focus when we have these conversations, and like, and that's why I do my show, Everything Culture, is like, dang, you ever sit down and talk to someone, and like, that's why you do that? Damn, that's how you grew up? Mm, I understand that, man. I can, you know, my parents did some crazy shit to me too, or we can relate or we can just learn something new, but a lot of people, they don't want to learn shit. They just want to be stubborn, ignorant. This, my, my mama told me to never trust a black person just because they can run fast. What? Do that make any fucking sense? No. Mama, but, but you know what? But I can empathize because you know what? My mama, most people, mother, you think your mother loved, or your mother did things for you to love them, you know? Yeah. Most people love their mother. So why would my mother lie to me about something like that? Well, your mama may have been a dumbass, but I can't call your mama a dumbass because that's going to be automatically, we're going to have problems. We're going to have qualms. We, we got to be, so that's the aspect. So you have to learn how to, same thing when you're working with a child that a parent has neglected them or abused them. You still can't come in there where your parent was a piece of shit. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Hey, that's still my mama. You got to know what she did to me revelations of their truth man you got to know how to communicate with them you got to see them on that level it, it, same thing with the parents you'll be surprised when you when i'm when i sit down and talk to these parents the main thing i always did was let the parents talk mm-hmm. and they by the time and that's why i was i was good at what i did because that's why because these parents when i let them talk and see their point of view most parents were like hey y'all i messed up it's me <laughs> you know i was one of the ones i can crack a parent and it's like they need that because they never been able to express. And usually it comes from the grandmother. Okay, we about to play some messages. We, the, I'm sorry for wait, y'all. We had to get that off, but we hear y'all. I think the worst advice you've gotten in life is the one you just gave yourself. That mm-hmm. is never gonna work. That vengefulness, that wanting to get back. If a person is toxic, just let them go. Oh yeah, and, I agree. But to actually sit there and plot on something like that it's I think he said for you I was like I was like 16 17 doing that I was young I was young I'm 34 now that oh my god that was a whole lifetime ago is it bad that I'm cooking lamb at this hour bro I got some lamb I'm a soup my wife loves lamb I'm a sous vide some lamb I'm a sear that stuff I need to get this brisket. Oh my gosh, that brisket! Oh my god, that thing was squirting and farting. Okay, we go play the next one. Um, I would say the worst relationship advice I've ever gotten was actually got a couple, but <laughs> the one that really, really, really sticks out is people telling me to leave my husband because we were going through financial struggle. 
oh like God. black women, like girl, you might, black black single moms, like girl, you might as well leave him. Like you, but you might be bad all by yourself. Like you pray, you basically a single mother. And I'm like, okay, so that's like a Maryland thing. You think in life, everything's gonna be given to you with gold and perfection, and there's not gonna be any struggles, anything that you have to grow and learn in. Like I want younger people in relationships to try to learn Thanks. how to grow up together rather than trying to keep up with the Joneses when you just like 12, like you just like you're a baby still, like just Tell stop. E, e Ruth, you better stop. You better, hey, somebody pass E Ruth the plate. Y'all, y'all clap <laughs> it up, E Ruth. That's you know, false. Man, she I, I, I think people they are very impatient and they think, you know, everything's supposed to be like wham, bam, bam, always working, always working. And real, that's not realistic. Stereos being taken over by little kids, the LGBT, the alphabet boys and girls, and Biden supporters. Jesus Christ. Ooh, Corey. Let me sound like you're a Trump supporter. You want to come community? You know, I just did a show about that. Let me take my time and speak to you later. I, I don't want to get, because your, your icon seemed black, so or a person of color. I, you know, I still want to know if you're a person of color, why would you vote for Trump? Because, I, you know, financially, a lot of black people who are with what Trump is doing financially, they feel like he puts black people in a better position. So they misguided. Hey, I didn't say that, but that's oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying that. You didn't say that. I said that. I would take full confidence in strength saying that. I don't you know. Cause I'm I'm really lost. Cause that's not the that's not the truth at all. Cause it's a lot of like, people I know that they make way less than I make. So, so listen, I'm just still getting paid hours to get fucking married. To get married was the worst advice ever. Ooh. Marriage is a contract. That's Ooh. it. You could be with somebody and not be married to somebody. You want to have sex with somebody? Just have sex with somebody. Don't get married just to have sex. Don't get married just to get BAH for the Navy. Don't get married. You know why divorce costs so much? Because it's fucking worth it. Mm. Ooh, somebody's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, hey, bro, it's going to be okay, man. you going to find love again. you going to find that. You know, but... I ain't even gonna get in there right now. We're gonna play the next one. Okay. Gems, 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 knowledge, gems. Man, pass that please. I already know what he's talking about. I already know what he's talking about. Where's that coming from? I'm lost on that one. Yes, Drake. Exposure is will be our sharpest tool. The the biggest thing that 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 us as a society has. I mean, you know, just not even black people, but everybody, white people, black people, if we understand each other's, if we understand each other's culture and get exposed to each other's cultures and ways of being, then we can ultimately come together. But since we're so damn separated and we don't know each other, that that's the divide. That's why in, in the cities, people are more liberal because we're closer to each other. We we get we get that culture switch, and then the people in the rules and the boondocks they don't get that culture switch. So 
that's a device all about exposure, exposing yourself, traveling, getting to know other cultures, other, other people around you and assimilating to that. That's what America was supposed to be. Do you? Are you? He not subscribed to everything culture yet? Okay, talking about, I know this is a little off topic, but talk about stubborn ignorance. So I'm talking about this because I was talking, I was in a talk last night listening to people who were talking about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of cut both ways because my biggest thing is, like, I see past it and I see humanity, right? It's a, it's still a problem. White supremacy, obviously, as we need to talk about it, we could never, ever, 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 ever stop talking about it until it's gone. Um, mm-hmm. But this idea of, like, trying to just shut everybody else up because we have this grand idea of, like, reparations being the solution, which it is, but how? <laughs> how are we going to get it? And so, like, you have some folks who are so closed-minded and having conversations that they'll cut you off. Black people now. Black people mm. cut you off because mm. they don't like what you're saying because it doesn't align with this absolutism thing. Like, it must be absolutely just this and that's it. There's nothing else. I can't. Hey, I like y'all. I really like y'all. I'm going to have to have y'all come on the show because y'all, this is, this warms my heart, okay? It really does. And it's yeah. not being like my, it's people that want to learn from other people. And you like to being stubborn, man, because, oh my goodness. It was just said, I've said it. Like a better, people that just see like a better solution to the same problems you're talking about. And I can't, I can't deal with people that don't see the error in their thoughts. Just man, so we can on to the, the thing. Not be empathetic towards other people, but um, my man Kevin, he said that's almost the motto of our show. What he was saying, and uh, once yeah. again, I'm gonna say it again because I know Kevin, y'all, because the motto of everything culture come from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and that he believes that men hate each other because they fear each other, they fear each other because they don't know each other, they don't know each other because of segregation. And with segregation, we have miscommunication. So the goal of everything culture is building a space where people can come together and have a conversation built off respect, communication, and consistency. That's the main thing what we're here for. Like, I have dreams to travel, try different food, um, see how people hygiene and hair, all these things are cultures that we have. How they used to, how did you used to um, wash your ass back in 1966? Was something different than now? You know, what kind of soap do we have now? You know, all these things change. I was able to talk to a 18-year-old white girl today and man, that was pretty. Her culture is going to be completely. When she's thirty, think we probably gonna have flying cars by the time then. That's just an assumption. I think it's about time. I think it's about. I would never would. I never would have thought that Skype and Zoom would be a real thing. I remember growing up watching the Jetsons, and they used to be crazy. I'm like, man, he used to be at home, and his boss used to click on like Jetson, wake your ass up. I'm yeah. like, man, he can see his boss on television. He, I mean, on TV, that's wow. We are doing that right now. That is happening. It's been happening. Okay. Play. Just send it, dude. Just no. send it. <laughs> Thank you, Abaddon. I don't even want to go into the Trump thing too heavy because you know, but there is a thing as self-esteem and as group esteem. Now, self-esteem is your uh, your individual self, but group esteem is your people, what you look like, where you're from. 
And we have a lot of self-esteem, but we don't have a lot of group esteem. So we we don't really care about our group, just about ourselves. So that's the whole Trump, black Trump voter thing. That's the angle. And it's the same thing with the Spanish folk and then the Asian folk that voted for him, too. It's just a whole it's an identity crisis. You care about yours and yours alone, but you don't care about your group and your your culture or your society. That's what that's about. I like that. Kevin with the facts. But true be told, you said that don't get married to get to have sex. The gentleman who was talking about that. Yeah, you're talking about you got married for all the wrong reasons. So yeah, good it. advice. Don't get married for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> hey, 713 Dree. I just wanted to tell you, you're really living up to your name, Drake. Like, you're, uh... Corey, come on. Drake, it seems to me that, frankly, you have a 713 area code. And that's a great area code. I love that area code. It's one of the best. Uh, you're obviously on the north side of Houston. I love Houston. Houston's a great <laughs> no, place. No, I'm not. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that Houston is not as good as... Los Angeles as New York or as China. Shop She Gets It on Teespring. The link is in the bio. Don't act like I ain't tell you. Hit me up on the stereo app. Hit me up on Patreon. Hit me up on Red Circle. If you want to go ahead and cross promo, I'm here for you. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up at my email. She gets it pod at gmail.com. Hit me up on she gets it pod on IG. I'm not hard to find. Let's get back into this show. But frankly, if you ask me, I think it's the greatest city in the entire world, and all the other cities are absolute shitholes. That I can tell you. Hey, hey, Donna, hold on. The Donna loves you. That was an ex. That it was scary how good that was. Hey, somebody give that man some claps because you know what? (laughs) That's how don't. That's how Donald Trump operates, y'all. That's I mean, I said y'all go. The most recent episode we have right now is Trump lose, America wins. Okay, but I said that the way Trump get his voters, he works on divide and conquer. You see what he did? He made yeah. me feel good. Okay, he said some things that made okay. You know, he was wrong. I am. I damn trying to live on the north side of Houston. Um. <laughs> But he made some things that's going to like me. He piqued my interest, okay? He stroked my ego to a sense, you know, from what he can see. On a, a lesser mind, and I'm be real, on a person with, that's not such a critical thinker, let me say that, would uh, have bought into that quickly. Then he made me feel like we're, we're cool. He said he loves me, he likes me, I'm a good guy. Then he found what I don't, he found separation in other places. People talk shit about Houston. You know what? I think Houston is shit. Fuck them. That's mm-hmm. that divide and conquer. That's how that is so that is how he operates as a leader. Mm. Yo, that Donald uh, uh Trump impersonation wasn't too bad. I ain't gonna lie. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but it's not only what he sound like, but the process of doing so. The process is like when I used to be in court and seeing these attorneys operate, I can tell which attorneys. And it's I'm oh man, this is a whole different topic. I'm not a fan of jury trials because in his letting jury trials for to represent the people. But I learned in jury through juries that there's a lot of dumb people in this world. A whole lot of dumb people in this world. Sure. And it was like just because the attorney's flashy and charismatic and things of that nature, they'll the same thing how pastors operate. You I can I can whisper sweet nothings in your ear. And how your dumb ass voting for me. I hate to say, I'm not trying to call people dumb ass, but it, it's, the, the word dumb is for a reason. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. People uh, are slightly ignorant and prisoners to the ignorance, period. It, and it, it's it. the truth. And people want to be that. You know, some people get that Stockholm syndrome where that ignorance is bliss mindset, you know? And I understand it to an extent, but I'm like, come on, man. When your ignorance is detrimental to your best interest as well as others, that's a problem. Yeah. Facts. I just want to say I commend you all. I really hope to see us this whatever's happening, this movement, this transformation that's happening that's allowing a lot of these different voices to come through and just through. break through all the foolishness it's you see the two extremes the extreme on the white supremacy side then you have the extreme on the you know i'm an anarchist and kill everything until it's gone side of like what black some of the black people are going are, are going through which i'm not mad for i'm like you know we all got to go through our journey and stuff so i guess they're on their journey but i just want to say thank you for you both for having really great conversations Aww. that is open and has a lot of love in it and it's funny and it's real and even though like i'm not not gonna lie i've just i've had disagreements with you know she gets it pod and um Mm -hmm. just learned about you uh, drake but not in the way that i need to like it doesn't kill me you know it's just like oh it's a disagreement but i learned something oh i didn't think about that now i know hey if you listen to everything culture any of any of our episodes and you don't learn something I did you a disservice. That's all I'm saying. You, you have don't to learn, learn nothing. Or just be even open to learning something outside of what you thought you knew. A lot mm-hmm. of people are just the jump and gonna leave ignorant. And that yep. means- <laughs> you, you, you ain't lying though. Let me clarify. It ain't that much of a difference. It's just little things that I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, well, maybe, huh? Like we all do, right? We all have our little bit of disagreements. But like I said, the the best advice that someone gave me was to come out of my shell and just go and talk to people. And um, this has been, this this uh, stereo platform has been eye-opening. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I really was like kind of not not really uh, all very cautious about the women that I'm that's around me and um I will say like she gets it pod I don't know what's happening I don't know what the alignment is but I will say that I am grateful to be in your presence and the talks that you have and actually you pick really great co-hosts with you too so um that's just something that uh, I appreciate. I don't get it. I don't. I realize I, I'm checking myself sometimes. I don't. I just go in here and I just come talking stuff, but I never really get a chance to really sit, slow down and say thank you. So thank you. Oh, hey, that's love. Give people their roses while they're here. Give us them claps and them snaps and them flames while we're here. 
I love that. Um, I don't know. I just like genuine people. And I feel like if people are being genuine, you should like more genuine people. See? And uh, I think that's what's <laughs> happening. That's why we have found each other. So I'm glad you were here. Yes, I like this. No, you have a point, Drake, but at the same time, you know, like I'm learning now and I, I just watched something on the news today where it was just like, you know, educated people could be fooled and duped too. Like educated people, doctors and lawyers, they they fall into the they they get into cults and, and all that other stuff too. It's just it's a it's 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 a cult, you're right. So, you know, like it's doctors, lawyers, yeah. any anybody could fall into the cult if they're susceptible to it, you know, and that's I don't know what that key is or what that, you know, what that, I don't know the, the aspect of that or whatever, but yeah, but, but, you know, smart people could be duped too. So, you know, and, yeah. And, and, and let me, and let me, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Kevin. I apologize when I say dumb, when I say dumb, you can be emotionally dumb. You can, it, it's so many different type of, I know people that have the <laughs> masters. Dumb. You know, in like when I don't, I don't, I hate saying um, people it's common sense because I'm one of those people that people hate because I don't believe it's a such thing as common sense because common sense is not common all around. But it, it's where, oh man, some people know how to play the route. Some people know how to get, once again, you say duped into things. And some people just have hatred in their heart. And I think that's what fuel a lot of people too. Um, I, I said this once again on the previous show that if you're not privileged, which is rich, white, male, racist, sexist, prejudiced, or homophobic, why are you voting for Trump? Mm. If you're not any of those things, I can say, and that's why I say when you know people are talking about with black men, black women didn't vote for Trump, you know, but black men did because they share something with them. They are male. They have a penis between their legs. Something mm. with that. I can see why. I can understand why they would. Okay, white women voted for Trump. Well, they're white. Okay, the people of certain Democrats rich. They, they got money. They privileged. They come from. They can see what he's coming from. I, I can't. They can't imagine what other people are dealing with because you know what? Hey, I don't have to look. Why in the world am I looking down in the first place? You know that that's a thought process. Then you come down to black women. Or women of, um, of, you know, what people of color, women of color. Why the hell are you voting for Trump if you're not rich? Mm-hmm. Only thing I can think of is that you may be also sexist, racist, um, homophobic, or you know, prejudiced. That's a, that's how. And if somebody tells me something different, I'm I'm here to listen. I'm absolutely yeah. here to listen. But I, every time I ask why does somebody genuinely vote for Trump? They say a bunch of lies that Trump and other people like. They say it's like bullshit is bleeding through their my their ear. It's bleeding out their mouth into my ears. I'm like, are you serious? And I used to you work middle management, and I used to say this all the time to like upper management, trying to communicate to lower management or just you know the you know other employees, the staff. Either you are stupid or you think we're stupid. Both, we have a problem. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, someone once told me when I was like a high school, and this quote always, you know, stuck to me about the nerds. You know, you know those real smart people that was just off a lot. They was like, if you uh, if you fill the cup up 
too much, something's going to spill out. And that's, I've always used that analogy. Mm. Mm. I like that. Well, I, I have a question for you all, too. Like, first of all, Kevin, um, you know, I have to go to work tomorrow and, oh. you know, I get sucked in when I have really great conversations or to listen in on. I don't know. I'm going to make it, y'all, for the next hour or so. I'm trying my best to just close my eyes and go to sleep. But I do have a question, Bye. which is what your question is, which is what's the worst advice you ever got? What's the best advice that you ever got? And what's the worst advice that has countered that? I know that sounds kind of crazy to ask that, but like, no, I'm all crazy. about this two minds thing, right? The rational mind and the irrational mind. So, you know, the rational mind is going to have something good to say, but like people are that sh that should be open to hearing the good advice don't want to hear the good advice. They'd rather just go with the negative advice because it feeds the insecurities. So like if you had to think about the good advice, what would you say is the counter advice, uh, the counter bad advice that people don't pay attention to so they can see both sides and understand what good looks like? Mm. She was that yin and yang. Ah, you know, <laughs> see what she doing. Okay, so my bad advice that I hate hearing still as a grown-up and I heard as a child is kill them with kindness. And they always tell me to kill people who are not serving with kindness. So the opposite of that would be <sighs> see people for who they are and choose wisely. I wish somebody told me that because if I truly saw people for who they are and then I made a decision that was smart and intelligent not to need those people or have to be in spaces with those people, it would have did me some good. Hmm. What about you? Well, um... Oh, okay. well, I said I said the worst advice I ever received was don't pay a bill until the disconnect notice come or they come to repo. Um, the best, well, and I was like, so it's financial advice. Um, the best advice I may have received was I'm gonna try to keep on a financial level. Um. Become, you know, becoming debt free, you know, paying off, you know, like I know me and um, Mike and I sometimes bump heads about this. Um, mm -hmm. I believe in credit. Okay. I absolutely believe in credit. Mike okay? doesn't believe. He doesn't Mike. believe in credit. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and that's fine. You know, it's fine. I've built a house before. Let me tell you what credit can do for you. Good credit. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you what it can do for you. Now, I understand the aspect of when you don't need it any longer. When we have that, like my man um, Kevin was saying, we have that community when we have, but we don't have that right now, okay? Yeah. So until we get that, I'm going to utilize what I can get, okay? But, um, because so it was like learning how to really efficiently benefit from my credit, paying off large, um, you know, large credit cards, you know, don't pay off my school loans immediately. I pay the absolute minimum on school loans because they got the lowest interest rate. Um, what else? I pay down car notes quickly. It's, it's so many things. So, but yeah, I would say that could be, or it can be like something like never trust a B-I-T-C-H. And then the huh? other one, that, that's one of the worst, you know, it can be worse advice. That's, another that's one. still being said. You know, it always still be said, absolutely. And but at the same time, I tell people, man, 
find somebody to make you happy. You know, my thing is with the woman of my life, and I'm like, I be trying. We we getting our little, we get like in like now we getting like ten little small dumb arguments a day, and I'm talking about small. Call each yeah. other, roll eyes at each other, then give each other a kiss. That's the little arguments we be getting into now. You know, yeah. you know, and it's like, what she, she did? So, okay, I made my brisket. She turned the oven on this one. I put it in the oven. To, I mean, to keep it cool, you know, to keep it wrapped up. I put it in foil. Woke up. She didn't check the oven before turning it on this morning. And I smelled it, and it, but it didn't mess it up. Thank God. But I came down and I kind of like, hey, you know, I, I raised my voice like, what you doing? Pay attention. Woo, woo, woo. But as soon as I seen it, it was like, hey, you know what? I apologize. You know, I didn't, you know, apologize for yelling at you, raising my voice that, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Yada, yada, yada. I'm talking about within seconds, you know, mm-hmm. and the old me would have been like, fuck it, get over it, <laughs> you know, but I go, I go drop off the brisket at the office, run some errands, come back. She's still in her feelings, you know, still in mm-hmm. her feelings. Cause she didn't feel completely like I don't know. She's and now she said she said sorry, I asked her to do something. She's like, well, you shouldn't yell at me over a brisket. And I said, see, <laughs> I said, see, you still in your feelings about that? I said, I've already apologized once, and you know that was sufficient apology. Then later on, you know, she's like, you know, my bad. You know, that was me holding on to it. That's maturity. A lot of people ain't gonna have that in relationships, and I know that. But right. oh my god, I, I'm gonna tell you a story about my home girl. And uh, you know, I want to. Like I said my home girl. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's going through a divorce right now, okay? Mm-hmm. And they just got married. I'm telling you, quarantine took a lot of people out. You know, COVID <laughs> t- knocked out a lot of relationships, let me tell you because that. they had time to actually be around to Get to know each. There you go. There you go. Because they used to travel. They, you know, they used to, they both worked. They didn't have a lot of time. But you will find out who really rock with you and you don't during this time. But, man, he he was on the sh- They both been on the show already, okay? They both been on everything culture. And it was weird because when we did our Father's Day episode on the show, he stated the type of woman he don't like. Because we talked about gender roles on the Father's Day episode from this is a group of men. We had like six men talk about how things have changed over the years. And these are black men too. But he was he still had that Flintstone kind of caveman mentality. You know, I need to have my food cooked every time I come home. I need to um have my feet one. She need to do my laundry clothes with woo woo. And, you know, I don't like women that think they know everything and want to argue with a man, blah, blah, blah. And my thing, I said, nigga, do you know who the fuck you married? Like, <laughs> like do you, what? Do, like, she's still that woman, like, you got to check. Like, she she's independent. She works. She makes money. And all these things came about. But I remember one thing he said important. He like, if he really want his woman to do his laundry, fold his clothes, sort his socks the whole nine that's like his love language okay that's what he want so during their um quarantine you know they've been kind of getting on each other each other nerves and this is coming from her she said um uh, she said one day she just woke up and she cooked cleaned up and she always was a clean person and she liked to cook but she didn't do laundry she did his laundry did everything to the tea like folded his shirts hung up iron all that the whole night and he saw that and he like he came to her and she was like hey man he was like hey thank you so much i really appreciate that and she said i don't know why i said it it just came out but she said boy fuck you and he (laughs) hey he left and never came back and i was like why did you do that she's like i don't know i don't know (laughs) it was just like you just came out 
And she was like, and I like, and more, all the other stuff they dealt with, I told her. I said, that was a deal breaker right there. Yeah, that was the absolute deal breaker. People have to stop allowing things to build up because I, in the past, allowed real feelings about people I was with to build up until one day I had a fucking enough. And, and you leaving a pen in the middle of the living room <laughs> became the argument. And that really wasn't the issue. The, the real issue was I had something to say to you three months ago and I had something to say to you that I did not like two weeks ago and I held mm-hmm. it. Got to stop holding shit. But man, that I'm telling you, I told her like she she and she really want him to come back. This is like earlier. This is right when it happened. And I'm like, man, like I, I love. She like, can you pray for us? I said, I'm gonna pray for the best. Whatever gonna happen. I ain't gonna pray for y'all to get back together because that you. That, I'm telling you, that's like, I, I'm like, that hurt my feelings. You know, <laughs> I was like, dang, why you, why you mean like that? Because you like you give him the one thing he wants, you know, one thing he appreciates, and you like literally spit in his face. I ain't gonna say literally, but figuratively, you spit in his face with that, you know, that that hurt. But hold on, we got like six messages. Let's see what we talking about here. Now, I don't really know this Trump guy, but uh, personally, I think he's done a great job. If you look at his track record, he has exonerated more people of color than any other president and received zero press. It's true. He received zero press for it. He changed systematic racism that prevailed around the drug offenses. If you're a nonviolent offender, then Trump gave you a second chance, which a lot of people needed. They needed a second chance. They were having their lives ruined because the government... And the justice system were out to get him, and it was a disgrace. But Trump, for whatever reason, thought it would be a nice thing to change the way young men and women are treated for their future for minor offenses. It's ridiculous. Minor offenses, and they want to put them in jail. Yo. I know. Okay, uh... This is for E. Ruth. Um, yeah, I didn't let you, you know, this wasn't an invitation or anything. You kind of, you know, hop on my wave. So, you know, you just got to ride the wave. I, I, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I, I influenced you to come in here. I was just doing my thing. And, yes, the universe came together where we, you know, came through with our homegirl and, you know, say my new homeboy. But, you know, yeah, uh, this is not on me. This is on you. Blame the universe. Blame everything else. But don't blame Kevin. Hey, you don't feel that, but you could be a blind player. <laughs> I would say the worst advice me ever get in terms Come of relationship on. was from my ex best friend when she tell me, say, Lord. I must stay with the man because me and him in David for a long time. Who can stay with a man just because we David for a long time? Look, if he not work, I... left him. Simple. I uh, That was if gay. She, if he... That was the finest. If it don't work for a long time. Yeah, so basically her old best friend um, was telling her to stay with the man just because they've been with each other for a long time. But a lot of women mm. do that. They're going to wear them down. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, are you happy with them, though? This is a question I have. We was talking about reparations earlier. Do you think reparations should come in the form of credit and land rather than money? 
Yes. Uh, nah, fuck no, not credit, what? not credit, not credit, no, not credit. Cash and land, I'm okay with that. Okay, um, okay. Amazon stocking land, I'm okay with that. Like, with not credit, no, 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 no. You can't give. You can't give people who never had money real money. They never should have gave you niggas money. (laughs) They're going to fuck it up. You have to. What you think they're going to do with the credit? They're going to mess that credit up way before they mess that money up. Promise you that. I'm I'm for looking at this land, though. I'm with the land. That's like land and cash. You give me land and cash, I handle the rest. I like this land. Um, I don't know about the credit, but I just know what happens when you give people who have never seen money money. Man, who you telling? Man, be gone in a heartbeat. Love y'all niggas. Love y'all. <laughs> hey, we love you too, man. We gotta start saying that more often. I still love y'all. I still love y'all. That man is a kite. <laughs> It's so true. Like, I don't believe in holding anything. It's funny. I had a friend of mine who gave me, I think he called himself giving giving us advice, which I was like, well, okay. Well, I mean, you're not not even close to being in our situation or not even knowing what that looked like. But okay, I'll listen. You know, maybe you see something I don't see. So he's like, you know, you got to stop nagging. You got to stop nagging Kevin. And I'm like, so me trying to tell my husband about us getting organized and me seeing him like not, you know, like just kind of not putting prior- things in priority, like prioritizing things is nagging. Um, we, I have a vision. We have a vision. And my job as his wife is to make sure we get this vision. That's the job of every wife is to make sure their husband is able to fulfill the vision that they both had planned and talked to about each other. What do you mean nagging? Like get out of here. Now there is some right. nagging, but there's a difference. Okay, um, so I'm not even gonna get into that, but I agree with you. Whatever you're talking about, I'm agree with you. Hey. No. <laughs> yes, I mean I'm definitely not on board with uh, with reparations being in the form of money because that's just a uh, that's just a stimulus program. That money is gonna be gone in about a year or two, right back to Walmart and and, and everywhere else. So I, I feel you on the money part. Hey, hey. I can point where that stimulus money right now this in my is, house. I went and cash that out. I made sure not to transfer it to any other account. I got it in cash and I put that thing in a certain place because you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to use it. And I don't want them taking it back because we, we just cashed it out. I mean, like, just cashed it out. But I'm like, nah, but it's education. Now, I would trade credit in for education, free education. Give oh, me yeah. property and free education. Actually, like we we did an episode in. about this, about Juneteenth. Uh, shout out, you know, Texas representative. But yeah. we, we did it. We talked about reparations. Give me educa- free education for at least about four generations, like they do with the, the Native Americans. You get um, free education as long as you're part of a tribe mm-hmm. here on America. A lot of people don't know that. Have free education and pay no taxes. Fuck me. I'm with that. No taxes. I can see both ways. I can see why the cash would be beneficial because, I mean, it's a debt. They, it's time to pay the debt. There's not there. There was there was never going to be a time where we were not going to get reparations. The debt has to be paid. It's just karmic energy. It just has to happen. Thank you. 
but I do think there should be some kind of um, strings attached. Like some people do need to be on credit. Some people need to be able to earn what they earn. And um, you just can't be, well, you know what? I don't know. Because you know what? If your ancestor toiled, just give them to them. Whatever they do, with it, that's on them. They can't blame nobody else then after that. I guess you. that's the clearest way to have the clean slate. Look, we gave, we, we repaid back this debt. And if you did, if you squalored it, squalored it, that's, that's on you. But that's why I they say go- education. Uh, like credit, they go find a way to jip us on credit. I, I know oh. that. And sure. jip us, you shouldn't say, I shouldn't say jip. I apologize. That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> I found that, I found that out recently. Oh, Lord. Hey, you got to mature. Know, we're talking about a stimulus right now. Core. That the topic is what's the worst advice you ever got? Hashtag yeah. relationship. So to answer that question and to not randomly talk about other shit that I really don't <laughs> want to hear at two in the goddamn morning, uh, the worst ever advice that I got was when I was still really new at having sex didn't mm. really know what I was doing. Stupid. I was really stupid and scared to uh, like really put myself out there. There yeah. was this guy and he thought that I should, you know, just go to his car with him. We were at the club. I was with two of my friends, who people who I thought were friends, but they really weren't. And mm-hmm. I turned to my so-called best friend and I said, girl, should I go with him? What do you think? Thinking no. She's going to be like, nah, stupid. And I'd be like, yeah, I can't leave my friends. <laughs> what? Well, she goes, well, ask him how big his dick is. No! So I ask him, and he tells me. And I tell her, and she goes, ooh, yeah, go. Go do that. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I have no excuses. Mind you, I was still young and stupid and felt like for some reason I needed an excuse Instead of just not fucking wanting to. So my dumb ass went with him. I mean like. Everything is fine you know. I'm fine. Nothing like so fucking traumatizing. Or anything happened. But it wasn't a good choice. And I should have never listened to her. Like that's not a. That's not a way to decide. If you should go with somebody. And be with somebody or not. No, people get dumb. married for shit like that. But go ahead. <laughs> they, they also get the other N word, murdered. No, nah, that's a good idea though. We might have a little. We, we might have a new packaging deal. That's good. Uh, credit, not credit. Uh, land and education. That sounds. That that sounds about right. Those those two things are, are priceless, and you can't really put it. You know, uh, money tag on. I mean, you can, but you know. It's pretty valuable because the most property is taken up on here in this American soil. But FYI, um, this is a podcast called Sixteen Oh Nine. Y'all have to listen to it. Everybody needs to listen to it because it talks about it talks about uh, black families today that lost property and homes where they had land where they had things to harvest because. Um, the banks didn't want to give them the loans before the harvest time and they ended up mm. losing their mortgage behind that and couldn't pass it down for generations and that's how white bank owners and other land owners took people's land that were black in the south 
It wasn't oh, because hey, my. it wasn't because it. it was because they basically cornered them to where they couldn't make profits to go ahead and take care of their land. It's good. It's a good um podcast. Okay, I like this. Oh, I followed him. I believe I was nineteen or twenty. I'm honestly not sure. I know I was under twenty one, but I was over eighteen. Um and I am thirty one now, so that is long over and I don't do that shit anymore. And I don't take instruction from other fucking people. I don't know why I even bothered asking her. I just she had more experience than I did at the time. And I thought she would give me some good advice or some shit. She did not. I hope that. Something. Hey, my. Um, shout out to the Divorces Club. Um, what is some. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because I said the worst advice as far as financial, just life advice. The worst mm-hmm. dating advice have I ever received? Um. Damn, where the worst dating advice I've ever received? I don't date. No, this is a long time ago. This is a long time ago. Oh my gosh, something that was real stupid. My homeboys told me that backfired on me. With homegirls, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying. I had one earlier. Um, I'm trying to keep it where it's not too filthy. I know this is. A whole different situation. Um, dang. I mean, you oh, can- oh, oh! This is something I heard was a rumor. Okay, I used to talk to older women while I was younger. And when I say older women, much older right. women, like and that's a whole another topic. That's a whole other episode that people be getting on me about. But I'm like, hey, I live my life. That, I, that's I, I learned my skills from somewhere. Come on, Bill Fett. Hmm. You was a milfette. Oh man, man! <laughs> I, I, I've always, I've always looked older than when I am. I'm 34, but I look about 46. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know. I, trust me, my wife. I would say if I shave my beard off, I would look 18. Like it's crazy oh, how much age I look. But um, um, don't my sisters tell me don't sleep with old women because you'll get worms. Have uh-huh. anyone ever heard of that before? <laughs> They used to be dead serious. I feel like my aunts might have said that before. Like the oldest chick I talked to, the widest gap, I was 18 and she was 33? Mm. 18 and 33. At least she wasn't like my parents. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 and I, I realized at that age that, man, women are cold-blooded. That's the first time, like, I, you know, I try to hit her, you know, hey, we can't fucking, we weren't dating anything like that, we were just fucking around. Yeah. And, you know, I started dating my wife, and I was like, hey, you know, hey, I'm trying to do the whole little faithful thing, you know, do this, this, and that, you know, it's been cool, they but, was- hey, we be cool. She was like, nah, we can't be cool, I just want to eat for your dick. I was like, oh my god. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! How dare you? I'm like, I'm pretty sure for being honest. She, I never. I, I was like, I never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, and she was like, she added me on Facebook like two. This is years ago. Once again, 
But I'm like, man, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then I find out older women was going around town talking about me. They all connected. Facebook showed me they all connected with each other. I'm done. Yeah, my sister found I want to know what's some good advice you didn't fucking listen to initially, but you ooh, learned ooh, ooh. was good advice as you got older. Leave um, that bitch alone. That's what leave, I learned. Leave that man alone. Stop talking to him. My manager at the time told me to stop talking to him. Uh, my favorite brother told me to stop talking to him. Uh, my ex telling me don't get a credit card. I got a credit card. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Don't the good advice I didn't listen to. Don't let a woman buy you expensive gifts. Ooh, man! I learned. I, I still haven't. You know, I'm married now, but I still damn haven't learned that. It's like I, first I was. 15, 16, girl bought me a whole Xbox, Madden, a whole nine. I don't like, that's probably why I don't like Xbox. I only PlayStation. Bought me the whole Xbox and all that. I'm like, thank you, appreciate it. She had a little money and all that cutie pie. But as soon as, like, something happened, she tried to come give me back my PlayStation. No, no. bitch. This is my PlayStation. <laughs> like, like, it does not, I got a season going on right here. I have a whole franchise. You are not getting this back. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, and this is the same girl that she used to key my name into her car and try to tell people I did it. No. Ooh. I mean, ooh. Get desperate out here. What other um good advice? Um get that girl from laying up on, under you all the time. Like, man, like I've had I've had some possessive as shit girlfriends, man. I, I like I remember a point in my time I count I had like three girlfriends that were all in prison at the same ex girlfriends that was in prison what? at the same time. What the heck? Man, stealing, writing bad checks, stabbing people. Writing yeah. bad checks is definitely Midwest. I like, I like thug misses. <laughs> I can't. That's crazy. Um, I wish somebody would have told me in my twenties that my twenties were my selfish years and not to be in my feelings. Mm. I wasted a lot of time in my feelings about people that don't. Mm. <laughs> but you learn. Oh, 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 um, oh, 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 it was something, man, not to get an STD check. I never had an STD, thank you, Jesus. Man, man, oh, it was, oh, my best advice that I took was that one of my friends caught an STD. He got, he caught that club media. He caught that, (laughs) he caught that clap, okay? And when I tell you, he used to tell me this stuff. It was he used to scare the mess out of me. Okay. Oh, in the plot thicken. Like this crazy you hear a story from years ago, a situation that you hear about like 20 years later, and it's different now. But I continue. So, okay, it was this girl I was talking, it was chatting with. I think I was telling the story recently. Like she had many pieces to her. So she was she was Asian and black. She was from California, L.A. to be exact. She got kicked out of school because she was joining gangs in L.A. So her parents moved her to Texas to be with her grandmother, okay? Once again, thug missus. But <laughs> like, so 
but you know, she was pretty than a motherfucker, you know, do this and she had her whole, you know, little style and shit. And man, when I tell you, I was like, this is me being a junior, senior, like I'm like, I wanna say I'm bougie, but I was like a teacher's and faculty favorite, you know, good kid in school, you know, straight A's, science club, did all this, activated, respectable young men, what they thought. I was a respectable young man, but I was fucking okay. And man, man, my junior year, I probably my my junior year in high school, I did a lot of crazy. Like I lived a life, and um, so so I, this chick here, you know, I know her name. I, I can't remember her last name. I remember her first name. So I'm like, I been. She has some big old titties, like like big old, like she had a ton of booty. Eh, but like boom so i'm like man i gotta get with her so you know i remember we chopping up i used to sneak through her window when she was grandma i used to have to jump up climb through a window the whole night we'd be kicking in the bed later and i know this is going like once again everything culture this these are views of my own it's not to be racist anything or i'm not saying because she was chinese i'm not saying that at all but man she gave the absolute best massages in my life like her massages was damn bit better than sex I've had with other women before at this age. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And she she was I think, you know, I don't know. She was she was killed. I'm like I'm like once again, wife is number one on the sex level. Old girl, I admit she this old girl, she still would be in the top five easy. Like she was and we were getting being young. But I don't know being said, um you know, I was messed with her, and like, you know, this is like my one of my summertime flings, okay? Like, sneaking the window after we, I used to host parties and stuff like that, I was in high school, come through, boom, 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 we make it happen, and I'm I'm sliding off, okay? So, I remember being algebra when, this is school that came back in, I'm a senior now, and I remember, no, this is still me being, a, this is it spring break, that's what happened. We were knocking it down, and spring break came along. And you know, boom, boom, boom. We had like every day I'm coming through, but um, we come back. I'm in class, and I got my head down in my books. I'm studying. I used to do my homework while I was in class, and one of my I heard some dudes talking. You know, dudes gossip just as much as women, or even more. And yes, some would do with talking about man, yeah. Oh, you talking about old light skin chick? You talking about I'm gonna let me? I'm gonna change the name to protect the innocent. You talking about um? Uh, I was about to say her real name. You talking about Barb? Um, you you talking about? Let me think of that. You talking about D? Uh, uh, Dee Dee. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, I, I'm listen. I'm not talking. I'm on the other side of class. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that girl Dee Dee. She fuck with old boy. You know, part of this little group. It was this little clique of dudes, and both they was called this because all the majority of them was had SC. They were burning, and they're like, yeah, she burning. She got something. I was like. And, you know, you, when you just doing your work, you focus on something and somebody yeah. say something that pertains to your best interest and mental in your health, like my yeah. antenna shot up. I'm like, what? <laughs> so the other dude, because she talked a lot, they knew I was knocking her down. One of them knew it. The other didn't know. Because once again, I'm like a prep kid. You know, I'm kind of, I don't even say bougie, but I'm like, I'm in my books. I don't be doing all that. I be handling business. I be I work. He ain't gonna be knocking down a girl like that, you know. She's like a city girl. Let's say that. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm I'm Russell Wilson knocking down a city girl. That's what it looked like, okay. And I'm like, man, you. I said I look up, 
And old dude looked at me. He like, hey, I didn't know you was messing with her, man. I didn't not trying to talk about. It. I said she ain't my girl, but thank you for saying something. Mm-hmm. So I hit her up. You know, I kind of hit her with that. Hey, man, you fuck so and so. You fuck so. And I didn't care who she was fucking on. So I never been one of those dudes that I didn't care about the body count. I didn't care about the quantity. I cared about the quality. Who yeah. you fucking? Okay, you fucking this nigga out here? Oh no, oh no, you you messing up for everybody. So. I was like, man, uh, she was like, you know, trying to get mad and get defensive. And this is all like, man, fuck out. Once again, I ain't about to go back and forth with you. But I had to get this test. Okay. If you, if as a guy, fellas, men, gentlemen, mm. follow priority mail, P R Y O R I T Y, priority mail. And this is my guy, Eric. He teach you about, he's a black nurse. He teach you about our health, what we need to do. We need to take that shit serious. Okay, that's a plug for my man right there. But I was scared out of here. I was scared being 16, 17, I had to get an STD test. And I wasn't going to tell my aunt because she would have been knowing I'm sneaking out, you know, sneaking in girls' windows the whole nine. I was scared out of my wits, you know. And the STD clinic was right behind my job at Eckert's Pharmacy, you know. So I'm like, I'll try to sneak over there. You know, I live in a, home, a small town. Anybody can see that. What do I look like going to this clinic? You know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, I'm sneaking in, going in. And it was a lot of people in there. They're like, I'm like, oh, these people look don't look clean. You know, I'm like, I'm scared. These grown folks in here, okay? And I'm like, man, I'm by myself. I said, but I'm going to have to get this stuff done. Good. Okay, I like, I didn't have any symptoms, but I was just worried. So my, they, you know, they give you like consultation for this stuff. Okay. So the first person come out, they ask you to fill out this, all this paperwork, boom, 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 fill out all the paperwork. Um, then somebody come out and they kind of bring you in the back. You feel like it, it felt like forever, but it's probably like 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I go to the, go and they talk, they're talking to me and the lady asking me these questions and all this and all that. And the reason why I'm here, I said, you know, I think I've had sex with someone that may have have a sexual transmitted disease and they're like what is it i heard it was chlamydia it was a rumor but i don't know it's true but i just want to be sure and she's mm-hmm. like so how many sexual partners do you have don't have you had and i've told her the truth i don't know <laughs> so like i didn't i stopped keeping count a long time ago and she was like oh oh you got something i was like oh, what what do you what, what do you mean like she just straight up so she started playing it they gave me the whole kit and caboodle they gave oh. me so first they they get she gave me a prescription that was gonna be filled and done before I left. It was like a pharmacy in that thing too. But they like they drew my blood. Um then they have to see a lot of people, a lot of guys think, you know, the SCD they just draw your blood. No, that's like just for like AIDS and stuff like that. You know, there's certain tests that hit me with this Q tip. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So I remember going down. It's like it's like this. It's like a circle you walk around to all these little rooms and all right. So I go to the the one and you know the lady was like, you know, um, drop your drawers, you drop your pants, and I'm like, you know, I ain't got no problem. Damn, you drop me, you know. And she was like, then she turned. She she had one of them little spinning chairs and little stools. She spin around <laughs> in a stool and she got this big ass Q-tip. It was like a Q-tip from a fucking ludicrous stand up video, or some shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, like some fucking uh, Pee Wee Herman, oh, fucking cute. Fuck, you get this oh, shit from a carnival and shit. What the fuck you about to do with that? 
She was like, I gotta stick this in your penis. I'm like, you you a whole lie. You a whole lie. You a whole lie. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, then nah. She like, sorry, if you want to get the full test, you gotta get it done. I like, cause they and that like the paperwork say you may have chlamydia if you want to get tested for this, it's the only way. I'm like, man, you lying. So like she first you like, she feel around on your balls in general to make sure you ain't got any warts, anything of that nature. And man, when she stuck that shit up my dick. When I'm talking about the clarity, like I think that's the closest I've been to Jesus in some time, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm talking about it was just what, like, a feeling you never felt before. You, you feel me? But I went out and the last thing they gave me, because once again, they already filled my prescription, okay? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. They gave me this white, milky substance, like medicine. That was the nastiest shit. I'm like, I took that. It took like two days for that shit to get out of my damn mouth. And then the waiting part started. We see the messages, y'all. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all to claps and all that. Once again, 713 Drake. She gets his pod. Thank y'all for being here with us tonight. Um, (laughs) But when I tell you the weight, the weight was hell. Because one... No, it's not like my results didn't come in. My young 16, what, 17, 18 year old bitch ass was scared to hear the results. So they were like, um, call, um, call. And I wouldn't answer. I would expect, oh, you know, you didn't have call ID. I would expect, they wouldn't call the house when they called my cell phone. But I was nervous. So I'd be trying to ignore it. That one day, them sons of bitches sent a letter to the damn house. And I'm like, you motherfucker, send a letter. I'm sending no mail to my address. <laughs> So, and the letter wasn't like, um, oh, these are your results. No, the letter was like, hey, give us a call. So, I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a man up. This is like maybe like a Wednesday night. It was like clear. It was like, okay, you got to do a call. I like, man, I pray, God, whatever it is. Hopefully, you know, it's all negative. This woman here, she was a queen troll. She on here. Well, no, Mr. Mr. Drake, um, as you see here, you came here because of this reason, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you were tested for this, 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 and this. So your test for um, club media, negative. Your test wow. for syphilis, negative. Your test for herpes and awards, negative. Your test for, like, HIV, neg- like, she read every single one on the list like that. Like, the whole, and she's like, you know what? You're negative everything. You're good to go. I'm like, you bitch. I'm talking about, uh, man, I had one more test after that. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm just supposed to be with one woman. I'm good. I can't deal with all this shit. I don't want (laughs) Can't deal with all that. Can't deal with all that. So that's a story time for the night, y'all. Get checked. Know your spotty. Don't ever go. And a lot of men today, and I hope they don't do it, but I know they do. They expect the 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 woman to go. The main chick that they're fucking, as long as her shit is clear, your shit is clear. That's some wild shit right there. That's some bad advice. (laughs) Listen, they don't (laughs) like that. That's some bad advice. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, I've heard stories. Oh, I went to go get checked a second time, and I thought I had something. My um, my stomach was hurting. Kind of find I wasn't drinking enough water. I had a um, UTI. (laughs) I needed to drink a bunch of cranberry juice and water. My first UTI from one of my exes when I was in college, which is mm. crazy because I always have like an informative mom, 
and that mm-hmm. man sat in that car and he explained it to me. I'm just like, oh my god, I feel like a kid. <laughs> man, it's a, sometimes it's, it's necessary. I was like, I feel so broken. <laughs> Okay, let's hear these comments. Let's hear these comments. What's up, yeah, y'all? I feel. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna mess up. I think it was core. I do. I do feel you on the the bad advice by by girl like girlfriends in high school. Like I, I all my friends are whores. I'm just that was what it was. They were proud about it. They were liberated. They were free, and that's just what they did. And they always was trying to get some kind of dick in me. And I was like, mm. I don't want it. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm just I'm all right. Oh, and they will always just try to get a penis in me. And I was like, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm all right. Oh, um, oh. Several of them had, we have uh, drove them to the clinics a couple times to get oh. tested. Mm. So I was like, so Speaking y'all want me to do this? He said, you want me to burn? No, I'm good. See? I'm not burning with y'all. I'm good. No. Let it burn. Sometimes it's not some man that's trying to turn you out or a woman. Sometimes it's your buddies, your associates that's trying to turn you out. Near everything my mom said, <laughs> I hate to admit it, but you know everything she ever told me about relationship shit, or yeah. like the fact that she said I could come to her about anything, I didn't take her up on it, oh, and wow. I should have. Um, oh. and then like I didn't, I didn't sign up for uh financial aid like I should have because I didn't what? realize that <laughs> I could literally get grants. For my you first know, couple of years, I never have to pay those back. Now I have way more debt than I sh- than I should have had because wow. I didn't sign up until after the threshold. Wow. Man, so much shit, bro. So much shit. You, y'all aid, out no there, anybody out there, listen to your motherfucking parents, bro. Ooh. Listen to your motherfucking parents. I know there's kids on here. Y'all not supposed to be on here. Maybe you should follow mm. some rules a little bit better. Listen to your mm. goddamn parents. Hey. Mm. Pass her the plate. Well, like everybody's parents don't know what they're talking about, though. But uh, yeah, most of them listen to your parents most of the time. If they got good sense. The worst advice I ever got was, "Girl, let me put this. Let me deposit this check into your account." We, no, because no, I can't. I can't deposit it in my other account because it takes no. too long for it to wait. Yeah, and then now nah, I'm in the damn office with the bank people, calling my damn daddy. And them telling him that I just I got all this money in my account that's fraudulent, and I'm looking at her, she looking at me, we look at I'm looking at the bank people, I'm looking at her, I'm looking at we looking at all looking at each other. I can't, and I'm like, got your ass in entanglement. I thought we was ride or die, <laughs> and everybody else was like, girl, you ain't know you can't have nobody deposit, no check into your account like that. I ain't know I was like 17 years old. I ain't know no better. Oh Don't God. deposit no checks. For nobody. Okay, we we getting life lessons. We doing life lessons tonight. The episode today on <laughs> ride or die, and 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 the fact that men don't classify as ride or die in the sense that women classify as ride or die because men maybe they mm-hmm. might be, but men be knowing their threshold on how long they about to stay around with your bullshit. I disagree. I disagree. You see, you think a ride or die for a woman. A a man would ride or die for another man before they ride or die for a woman, though. I tell you that. Right. Yes. But at the same time... I am am neither. (laughs) 
no ride or die man that's going to stick around in a relationship, do everything for you in the household, pay bills half for you while you cheat on him and disrespect him out in the open, embarrass him and have a kid on them and have them raise that kid and take care of that kid. Men are not going to stick around for that bullshit. Not for a second time, not for a third time, not for a fourth time, but a lot of women will. And I feel like that ride or die mentality has a lot of women stuck. Mm. Speak your shit. The only time a ride or die uh, mentality works is in a friendship where y'all are both evolving to be better. That shit just place in a toxic relationship where there's complete disrespect. Okay. Okay. Let's hear these guys. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. By I the like time that. you hear this, I'll have already been gone because I need to make a phone call. Um, yes. At 2.30 in the goddamn morning. It's actually a video call from my, one of my best, best friends. Uh, we going to talk for a second. Um, but I just want to let you know, I know a Dirty ass, foul ass bitch. She cheated on her man. She caught the clap. She caught the clap. I would clap for you, but I can't because I have to hold down this goddamn button. She caught the clap. She got with her man. She gave him the clap. She went and got cured. Forgot that she had given her man the clap before she got cured because she's a stupid bitch. Got the clap from him again. Blamed him. No. And then yep. he was like, oh, I, I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry. And what? then they both got cured. Um, don't you think it's a little weird that he wasn't concerned? Because he was fucking awesome and that's what she deserved. No, no, he's stupid. He's stupid. He's stupid. He, he was fucking awesome and he couldn't see past the fact that I wasn't the one that gave it to you. Man, nah, nah, nah. I'm telling you, I've... <laughs> Uh, that that could be it. That could be it too. I won't rule that out. But man, you I know some guys that do some stupid stuff. Like, hold on. So hold on. What we were just talking about? We'll talk. What was the topic before? I just forget that. Well, it was something else. I wanted to pin that someone was bringing up. Was oh, ride or die for friends. Yes. That if they're evolving, don't forget to add that shit in there. We ain't ride or dying for people who are not growing. We're not doing that. As in, he might have been cheating too. See? And mm-hmm. didn't know he caught it. And then he didn't ask because he didn't ask her what the fuck she was doing. Right. So, look, they it was deserves- both some cheating hoes. But she was just a dirty, dirty bitch regardless. I need better friends. Hey, so crazy story. Mr. Obviously, I came up in public school where when they make you take the sex education course, they always teach you a damn thing. So, uh, mm. you know, I started shaving later in life. So as a grown-ass uh-huh. man, I'm shaving and stuff, I'm mustaching. I'd always break out around my lip. No. My, right in my oh, lip area, my mustache no. area. And since they didn't teach us a damn thing, I'm thinking, oh, shit, it's herpes. You know, I just moved to Atlanta. I've been kissing random bitches and shit. I go to the fucking place to get an STD test. The woman looks at me, she's like, yeah, it probably is herpes. I'm crying and shit like that. Yeah, Next thing I know, th- five long ass business days later, the results come back completely fucking negative. She didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. It pissed me off, but I was also happy too. So, yeah, hey, hey, I feel you, Mister Man. Right? Because I'm not. Um, I'm talking about this lady straight wrote me out like you got something. What? What? Huh? Huh? 
Hey, me hyperventilating. <laughs> what, what, what you mean? The first time I shaved my punani, I thought I killed it. I was like, why am I on fire? I pulled down my drawers in my mom's kitchen, like, what's going on? Like, tell me answers right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Man. Okay, okay. This is crazy. And Corey, is that her name? Corey? Um, Corey? I'm yeah. called Corey. Yeah. So, Corey, um, where are you from, Corey? Um, I got questions because that sounds like almost the same situation my buddy dealt with. Um, because he, like, I'm telling you, this is something that, okay, he was dating this girl. Now, he was fucking out. He was fucking. Like once again, we had a crazy summer. We were fucking a lot of girls, having crazy things. Um, I don't know how many people hear this, but we had something called Friday Night Head Night, where you know we always drive around, we find a group of girls, maybe one or two, and every single Friday for like a whole summer, we were getting fellatios. It was wild shit. Okay. Um, but anyway, he to the point that he used to do a little bit more than we did. Like that, he was main thing. Always chasing around doing this. Once again, I'd say my junior year is wild. And I, he, what you say? I said, I see. Okay. So he, it was one moment that he got his girl, his girl got sick on her birthday, blah, blah, blah. Had to go to the hospital, find out with her parents, find out she got an STD. Mm. Boom. And she freaking out. He felt horrible, you know, felt sick. This is now he felt completely guilty. This guilt real rolled for him for years. He, you know, he stopped fucking around, did all this, this, and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, end up marrying a girl. While getting married, she cheated on him then a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And that I ain't gonna go into detail about that. But once again, this was years ago. This is high school when this shit happened. He found out maybe this year, last year, in 2019, 2020, that she caught that shit from somebody else. No. Oh, God. What did he do? He can't do nothing now. They Grown got kids together. They've been divorced. But it was like, she was, it was like, when I think of, um, what's that song, what, International Players Anthem? If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe the hell out like detergent. I still need to wipe her ass out. That's how I feel. Oh. Okay. Messages. It's like disgust like that. That's different. Nigga, where did you grow up? Friday night, head night. Damn. <laughs> I'm not a man that, that won't admit when he's met his shortcomings in life, but damn, nigga, like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I got to learn something from you. Bow down to a player greater than myself. Damn, nigga. Man, man like, you know, it was like, uh, it was, I'm telling you, it was to the point that we thought this was normal. We thought everybody getting, like, having, like, they own rendezvous and stuff on the Fridays and weekends. It, it was every time one of our parents would be out of town, so we always had an empty house where we can just bring a bunch of girls over. And I'm telling this, so if y'all young, y'all ain't gonna know what this is. Let me so give you a little history lesson. I wish I had some music I can play for y'all right now. It used to be this place called Blockbuster. 
It was like Netflix, but with video cassettes and DVDs. Right. You go there, rent them, and you had to return them later on. On time. But you know, on time. And be kind and rewind. Okay. Yeah. And I remember we used to come with all these cheesy lines. I mean, I had this one line that used to work. Oh my God, it was crazy. We used to pull up to the movie theater and it would be people, get, you know, be some cute girl somebody from out of town. Once again, small town, but you know, we were the city. We were a small city around a bunch of other small towns and they'd be waiting in the movie theater and waiting in line. And I will pull up. Hey, so I know y'all trying to watch something here. We don't know what y'all trying to watch, but hey, how about you hop in with us and we'll make it a blockbuster night? When I tell you the the uh, the, the the shit that used to work, oh god, crazy! I'm like, and I'm I'm looking back now, like how 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 the it was. This was before Netflix and chill. That was basically it, and it was it always came through, but and that's what I think I said before. It's like my sexual experience was much different. It's hard. It was hard for me to go. When I hear women don't do certain things, that's why I'm like, hey, I respect it. Hey, do your thing, but it's not my cup of tea. The first yeah. time I received a fellatio, I got the whole nine, everything. And I'm like, yeah, it's hard to go. It's like when you eat steak for the first time and you have like um, Wagyu, you know, yeah. uh, A5, you know, and yeah. it's hard for you to eat a steak from Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? What is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm new to this app and I don't know how to use this shit. Can anyone like help me out, please? What's Once up? again, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. I just need a little bit of help. What's good? I'm bored. Um, and you swipe left and right to get into other conversations. Like discussion as being this. You can clap with the clap hands that you see. If you want to leave a comment in the conversation, you hit the speaker button. If you want to share, just click the icons and it'll tell you what it does. But welcome. What's up? Follow us. Follow us. I cannot. You from South Florida? Is oh, that where Lord. you're from? Because that sounds like some shit that goes down in South Florida. There's some nastiness that goes down in South Florida. I mean, straight up, like, hotel parties where people just naked. And you're like, why? Why? Yeah. Why is everybody yeah. coming out this room naked? I thought I was playing. I thought I was going to play Monopoly. I thought I was playing Spades. And there's people just uh, in the rooms naked. Just waiting for somebody to come and take that. them in the room. Just... You must be from Florida. Um, ma'am, I am from Texas. <laughs> hey bro can you not mention blockbuster i got arrested inside one and it brings bad back memories <laughs> please elaborate how that's the question how how did this happen it's a black it's a blockbuster we're gonna make this a blockbuster night i mean i guess you gotta hey. know your, your crowd hey it I was smooth your crowd. back then it was smooth Baby, was smooth. Yeah. That that blockbuster that blockbuster nightline sound like sound like the mood though. Like like that sound like it worked all the time. Like yeah, I, I can hear that. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> that is trash. 
Right. Um, oh, I think he was having God. a vampire moment because the name on board and that question, y'all are just baited right into that one. He's going to have y'all just hope explain this whole thing. There's a show called, what is it called? After the, uh, what we do in the dark on FX with these vampires. And there's a dude that's a <clears> vampire, <throat> but he don't suck blood. He just suck energy. That's oh, no. what that guy's doing. I thought he was about to suck something else. Okay. <laughs> Where I grew up, Hollywood video was our go-to. Oh, and uh, every week, that's what we did. We went, and I would rent uh, I'd rent the Let's Get Ready to Rumble, the boxing video game on PlayStation 1. Mm, yeah, good memories, man. Back. Take it back. Yeah. We, had a, we had a Hastings, Hollywood video, Blockbuster. I think that's mainly it. But, man, when I tell you, I'm telling you, that, that, that line used to hit, though, man. It used to be like, ugh. Ain't that easy Wonder how those people doing? Mm-mm. See y'all, y'all, y'all don't know about the blockbuster night, honey. It went okay. down. That that bitch was way better than Netflix and chill. I'm gonna tell you that because you actually had to put forth effort. You had to get off your ass, go get you a goddamn movie. Uh, they had candy and shit in there. Um, mm-hmm. if you wanted to buy that, or if you wanted to go to your local gas station, um, the shit was lit. And in Blockbuster, honey, it was basically like um, in living color tender boo because everybody was in there. If you went on a Friday night or a Saturday night, all the niggas was in there and all the bitches was in there, honey. <laughs> Take your pick. I'm gonna have to follow her. She knows what she's talking about right there. See, she yeah. come, and I can tell she from, she come from a small town too, because only because there's no clubs. But man, yeah, because there's no clubs in small town, small cities. You go to Walmart, Blockbuster, the movie thing, and you that's where you pick it because there's nowhere to go. A lot of people hung out. Wally, 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 world. You would just be on the stoop watching everybody. Oh yeah, we didn't have stoops. <laughs> uh, I was—I learned about stoops from Hey Arnold, and it was stoop. He's scared to get out of school. Stoop. <laughs> oh my god! But man, uh, oh, I, I, okay. What you say? This was a good show. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! But if I don't know, we're gonna do ride or die friends or snitches. <laughs> uh, we can we can put a uh, a bookmark in it. Okay, I like it. I like it. But I well, am yeah, we, going we, to drop ride or die um, episode probably Friday. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, you be doing it, but I enjoy. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy all of this. <laughs> We got over making a blockbuster night. I guess you know it's when you think about it, 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 it blockbuster night does sound it does sound interesting. It sounds like it's about to be live. I guess she was like, "Damn, what's that going to be like?" And what, what was that like? You haven't explained what the blockbuster night was. Oh, what see, is that? Man. Unfortunately, unfortunately, once again, this is going to be like thing. Like some, some it took a little bit more. <sighs> you know. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to, cause I'm I'm not trying. I usually say I don't want to sound like a fuck boy, but it could be some fuck shit. 
Like, you know, because this, this like, is your past, so don't feel. Don't I know it's my like, past, but it's like you know I had my I had, I had game. You know, there's a lot of people that, that a lot of that's what be killing me now when guys like it's no good women. Y'all ain't got no type of game, youngster. Y'all don't know how to talk to women. Y'all don't know how to make a woman smile. You don't know how to make her feel confident. What the wrong with y'all? Y'all don't deserve. And that's why I say a lot of men. When you did the show with um Mike, and he like you know he like he he want guys to get it. I'm like, I want them, but a lot of guys don't deserve it. That's what I'm like. A lot of guys don't deserve a woman's time. They just need to focus on themselves, okay? But a blockbuster night was like, think about it. You about, and I, some of them like, hey, man, you about to go in here. You about to pay this money for this movie ticket. You're going to pay for some popcorn, maybe some candy, something like that. You got to be around all these people loud. The movie, I heard is not even that good. But people, you know, hey, you don't know us. We're cool people. I'm Drake. Um, this so and so, this so and so, or you know, like say we can go. You like, hey, you they had to get in the car with us, but follow us. You know, we gonna be over here. This is where we at. Um, we can go to. Hey, we got blockbuster. We got this movie. Watch your favorite. Let's say we, cause you don't even know this movie. We can watch your favorite movie. What you want to watch? Hey, we can get something to eat. We can order a pizza. We can chop it up together. What you think? Mm-hmm. Man, hey, splash. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, well, well. I'm not from a small town. I'm from Decatur, Georgia. Hey. Um, but where I lived at, it was one right in this um uh, shopping plaza up the street. Uh that was kinda on the main road, you know, Candler Road. It was kinda on that main road. So uh everybody knew where to go on Friday. You seen all your little high school friends up in there, and then you seen all the other high school dudes from the other high schools, honey. Like I said, it was like Neapolitan ice cream in there. If you like chocolate, it was dead. Strawberry, it was dead. Well, I don't know about no fucking strawberry, but it was listen, you you had your pick of the litter. She showed the left out vanilla. She didn't even say vanilla, okay. Well, <laughs> Not even All right, beautiful people. I'm gonna go to put it to put it to bed. Love y'all for what you do. Keep doing it, and I will catch you on another episode. One of one of your other episodes, or maybe we might have an episode. I don't know. Whenever oh, we have the time, sorry. but um, it's been great, and thank you thank for bringing some smiles and some delights to of our course. night. Good night. Good night. Night, y'all. This is not. This is my phone. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, good night. That shit's so cute. Oh man. But yeah, man. I really enjoyed this show. We transitioned like about four times. Hey, and we did a beautiful job doing so. You know, that's how good conversations roll. That's right. I'm appreciated. So till next time. Till next time. You know, once again, um, um, Drake713 or Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. Make sure to follow us on all platforms. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We need you. We love you. Um, check us out on Instagram uh, as well as on Twitter at EveryTHG Culture. And, and they oh, oh, Hold on. Oh, yeah. On Sunday, we do a live through Zoom. You get to see our face. You get to you know, you know, if you got an opinion, let us know. We always do a recap of our previous episode. So check us out. Yes, and check out She Gets It Podcast, hashtag She Gets It Pod. And uh, IG, She Gets It Pod at gmail.com if you want to email me. 
I'm always willing to share information. Check out She Gets It on Teespring for merch. I will be back. Ooh, we have a message. Worst advice I ever got. Uh, Kai B. Um, hey, you should vote for Donald Trump. He's awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, you win. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. All right. Good night.